0: Good afternoon. Oprah is doing well. Uh, uh, side note. Um, in the future, there's gonna be a little bit of changes to the podcast. Some interesting changes. Uh, we'll be bringing on some guests. Um, you know, discussions and with folks and get an idea where they're coming from and a lot of other stuff. And I may have some guest hosts as well, so just get it, getting stuff with a, from a different perspective, nothing other than mine. So just trying to try some things out. Hopefully y'all enjoy and stick around for the ride. So I appreciate y'all coming up. Um, I got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I'm gonna break these down to one episode at a time. But I'm like I said, I'll probably be doing a couple more today just to get some stuff out. But what struck me last—I think but it might have been yesterday—the um, situation with Ed Reed and Platoon Cooker. Um, Ed Reed, if you don't know, was a Hall of Fame safety, world champion with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, national champion with the Miami Hurricanes. Pound ain't no pound, pound five. Prop, no, no problem. Top five, one of the best safeties ever played. Decided he went to Coach Patoon Cookman. and that was a positive note for the HBCUs, since uh, the situation with Dion didn't end too well, and it made a uh, put a bad look on HBCUs and him with the situation, and it you know it was it was bad to me. It was bad, and I think. If you want to put blame, I think it's more 50-50 both ways because the school didn't do what they needed to do. And Dion, as he always does, put so much on it. And when he came in the door that he was, you know, God sent him to say the HBCUs, psh, that, that alone was enough. And he did excellent, no question. But when you put that title on you, that ask, that's asking for trouble. What? Anyway, but with Ed, I think Ed wanted to be there to, you know, v- you know, bring life and energy into the HBCUs because it's been lacking for a few I mean, beside Dion and Eddie George, just has been lacking terribly, man, you know, but energy-wise, energy-wise, like I said, a lot of us in the, you know, coming from like, you know, I'm born in the 70s, so 70s, and 80s. You know, we heard about HBCUs. It's this, the energy and stuff like that. And then we saw Spike Lee's School Days. That psh, whew, took it to another level for a lot of us. Like we just had we're like HBCU. That's definitely one the HBCU, HBCU, and then the different world with the uh, you know Hillman and you know fictional college Hillman with the uh, you know Black University HBCU. Oh man, that was it. So we saw something saw culture, saw people like us in there doing it and being successful at it. It was like, that was a selling point for a lot of us to go to school. I did my little stint <laughs> or, like I said, a little time at HBCU i something. Like, that was it. And being around that culture was probably the best time of my life. Literally. You know, three years I was there. And, you know, at it, well, two years actually. But it was at the school it was crazy. It was like, it was like, it was so different from where I came from but it was experience it was a it was, a, it was an experience a, a wonderful experience so like I said with Ed and coming in with new energy wanting the job so I was like man oh, okay, can bet for Bethune coming up. oh this is going to be good you know this is going to be straight but the problem is administration at those individuals in there don't really care about the or the students or the programs in my opinion but it you know with a lot of people's opinion so it had to come up with ideas to get things straight you know straightening up you know, getting the practice field um organizing a, a clean up with the athletic department from volleyball, basketball, football, you know getting students involved and everything or something that the administration should be doing to themselves, but the coach is taking under his as being, taking ownership of the school, doing it his way, doing it. And he, and mind you, being there for a month and not getting paid. He's doing it on his own dime. And so he was passionate about, uh, um, I think it was on Facebook Live, he was passionate about the school and what was going on, and he told the truth about what was happening. And for some reason, they got offended and came with a, 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 a email saying that Ed Reed dude, dude, has resigned from the position of head coach. And when he got it, he went live and had a, a prompt to press conference saying, no, he didn't want to leave. It, I never said that. They made the decision. And see, now they're lying on Ed Reed every Ed Reed has done everything he can for that school in a short period of time, on his time, and not getting paid. You know, that's just, it, that's, that's crazy to be, but that's the administration now. The administration wants to look good and have a little, you know, cute little titles, but don't want to put the work in. I posted this on Facebook. I said, uh, HBCUs need an enema because they're full of shit because a lot of them are all full of shit because they don't care about the students. They don't care about the program. They don't care about the community. None of that. They care about the titles and what money they get to themselves and walk around with, you know, I'm big shot. And it's like you, if you're in it for the, to, to help folks, of course, everybody wants to get paid, but if you're not in here to help these kids and, go to the next level and accomplish things and, and live out their dreams and what are you there for? You're not there for them. You're, you're there for for yourself. You know, like sometimes, I man, you got to give to help people and do things for people without expecting something in return. And so now, it's like, it, it, it it's already, it looks bad for the HBCUs anyway because when Dion left and put a mark on him and exposed some bad things going on in these in these schools. And now you're doing this A reader saying that's the second HBC user with a bad look. I mean, you're you, you're killing your programs. You're killing the the history of the HBCUs and what it's supposed to mean. But individuals out here are just going for self and not worrying about nobody but themselves and how to line their pockets and hey, get little nice little titles to, to get them to the next level or wherever they want to go. It's like, man, if you don't want to be here, don't, don't take the job. If you're not here to help kids, don't take the job. If you're not here to bring up a program, don't take the job. You know, understand the history of what's going on. But I think people don't give a damn about history. They don't care about what it has done, what, it, what schools like that do, does for the community. And spies young, you know, black and brown kids about. Yeah, you can go to school. Hey, even white kids, if you want to take, she the history of HBCUs. Anybody, just people in general. If you want to just experience life or see what that culture is, you know, you know, let them see how HBCUs run and how the energy is. I seen that energy. I seen HBCUs in small towns, I was in Orangeburg, South Carolina, to. Princess Anne, man. I seen the energy in them schools. I seen it. How that school is the life split of that school. I mean, it's in the town. It's just, it's the heartbeat, man. It's like, it's the, it's it. And how, what that, what that energy does for the community everything else in here, man, you know, it inspires some kid It's like, man, I want to go there. It sounds fun. I, I, you know, the energy. You know, think about these things, man. The, the pressure you leave on an area, it's huge. And some, you know, like sometimes this is the, you know, a lot of towns like the towns I, I name. That was the biggest thing in the town. You know, you saw South Carolina State in Orangeburg. You knew what it. Or you go to Orangeburg, you know what it is: It's South Carolina State University. You go to Prince Anne, Maryland, it's UMS Maryland Eastern Shore University. We knew it was. When you go to these towns, you know what it is. You know what's the biggest thing in the town. So. You don't shortchange that. You don't know the impression what those schools do to, in areas like that. And what they might inspire young kids or, hell, I mean adults that want to go to school, go back to college or get an education. But you got to care. And these folks don't care. They rather to see stuff go down or, or, or trying to save face I think they're doing the right thing because, like now, nah, at the end of the day, man, this—you know—you go, you you you're hurting yourself when you think you're helping school. You hurting the, you hurting the school. So now you, you're losing a, a a passionate and with just just what he's done alone, a leader. I can do something for the school but you don't give a damn because or he he, he exposed your business or he cursed or cursed on a f- Instagram or Facebook Live or whatever and that's what you f- upset about man get out of here you know you need to check yourself and why that you check why that man had to set up and organize from the athletic department a cleanup for the school or you know, find a practice field and have somebody from Baltimore call a, a favor to help straighten out the fields. He did that, not you. See, man, y'all keep wasting these these brothers out here that's putting the time and the work in and doing. Want to bring back HBCUs and y'all kicking them out because they have opinions because they give a damn. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. So when y'all you, what do why a lot of your uh. A lot of the African American kids go to uh, uh, high power schools and bigger programs because of stuff like this. Because they don't have the sense to stay, they don't have the sense to go to these school. Because the administration got plans, they got agendas. You know, they don't care about the students. They don't care about anything. That's that's just wrong all the way around. This is wrong. And like I said, it it pissed me off. And it irritated me because it irritated me so much. It's like you are about to lose another coach, another a, a leader in the community because of your ego and your pride. These people don't need to be around. You need. You, you don't need to be around students. You don't need to be around programs like this because it's not about that. You 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 survive because of the students you got it's not you got to be a people person to deal with this stuff if you can't handle it then this, this feels that you in the wrong field you don't need to be around stuff like this because you got the care want to do the job and a lot of these people just there for a check and like i said for a uh, title so yeah man it's gonna be rough man i don't know what what's going what the next movie is but this is rough this is rough for HBCUs, it's rough for Bethune. Yeah, it maybe rough for other schools because they may have the same beef. But I tell you, I don't know. I was pissed. I ain't gonna lie. I was real pissed about it. So, anyway, I'm gonna get off here. I got some business to handle. But I, like I said, I'll probably be back um, later on today to do another episode. Uh, so, like I said, I had a lot of stuff this week. So, a lot to discuss, but again, I appreciate y'all listening and uh, chat with you later. Peace.